This podcast is rated M for Mature. and glows bright and brighter and brighter until it actually becomes uncomfortably bright and it doesn't stop there and it doesn't slow the brightness only continues to get more intense and it almost seems to double its efforts every few moments and it gets brighter and brighter and quicker and quicker and it actually bathes everything in this odd weird unnatural orange yellow light to the fact that you look around and almost everything looks orange to you and you hear this high-pitched shrill whistle that begins to eventually block out all other sounds in fact you all look at each other and you can no longer hear the buildings collapsing you can no longer hear the people yelling and screaming running around you try to talk to each other and you can't hear anything Leo can probably see Galen's mouth going and he's probably be like, what the fuck is going on? Can you hear this? Can you see it? But Leo cannot hear a single thing other than this high-pitched sound and Galen too. All you have is just this shrill shriek in your ears. And there's a very intense and deep shudder of the earth below you. Almost as if everything's being torn apart. And then just as quickly... Until eventually... Goes away. You see nothing, and you hear nothing. And everything is faded into black. Remnants of the old world remain but only in abandoned towns and the occasional memorial. The people hold on to names, though mostly because of familiarity. Even the oldest lands are barely recognizable from what they were just months ago. This is a new world with old people and new dangers. 
this world was normal before, with the relative safety of towns and cities protecting the people from the general dangers of the wilds with bandits, wolves, or the rare ogre stealing some goats. While not the most peaceful of existences, it was at least stable, at least from the perspective of the common farmer and merchant. Pockets of civilization existed across the entire continent, some more civil than others, but everyone had their place and there had been little to no chaos for a few years. The drow had all but disappeared, the dark armies had broken down into unorganized roaming bands of shoddy marauders, and the dwarves had finally re-emerged to take their homelands back from the wilderness that had crept in. Everything had finally corrected itself from the hundreds of years of darkness and despair the world found itself in. Nobody knows, at least nobody has admitted, how the lands were splintered apart. There was nothing gradual or progressive about it either. One moment our world existed, and the next, everything was broken. Like a traitor to the crowns of old, it was like the world was drawn and quartered, being torn apart at the seams. Flashes of light, moments of the deepest darkness, and a rumbling which shook your insides to the point of nausea preceded the event that destroyed the world we had known for thousands of years. We don't know the full extent of the changes, because nobody has yet been able to explore far enough past the points of sundering yet. What we do know is that mountains are now oceans, and rivers have become lakes. Grass grows where only sand existed before, while other regions have seen nearly all of their flora and fauna begin to die off. Even the stars in the sky have changed, making navigation over long distances a dangerous guessing game. That is, if you're brave or foolish enough to travel outside of town with the new people, beasts, and monsters that have found their way to our world. Winged snakes, meddlesome fairies, giants that touch the clouds, massive frogs with tentacles, bears with beaks, and fire-breathing lizards now roam the lands in the hopes of carving out their own place in this new world. Whatever seems to have ripped our world apart has also done the same to whatever other worlds existed as well, causing everything to jumble together in a chaotic and unwelcomed stew. Creatures that were the thing of fairy tales and bogey stories are now all too real. Most have chosen to simply barricade themselves within the walls of makeshift settlements rather than venture to new and possibly safer lands. To only add to the confusion and destructive potential of the pot, the gods, who had long abandoned our world, have decided to make our home a place of great importance and thus have begun warring over who owns whom. People have found themselves being imbued with gifts and abilities not seen since the departure of the elves generations ago. But now the secrets of the divine and arcane are being rediscovered, but with little to no care or regard only adding to the dangers, for now even the safety of our towns could be at risk by those within. It was awful enough when you couldn't trust the world outside, but it's becoming oppressively hard to live where you're not sure if you can trust your neighbor anymore either. Kynos is a place of grave dangers, constant chaos, and potentially great rewards for those who are willing to put themselves at risk for the protection and preservation of what little people have managed to hold on to. The life of your common farmer has an increasing likelihood of becoming shorter and shorter, while those who venture outside of the walls are almost assured a swift, though exciting existence. 
Which one will you choose?